You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. We open inside of the Harrington House. This house is a large two-story stone building located on the edge of a wood. The inside is warm and spread out and it's very cozy for a large family like yours. You, Kitsa, your parents, and your siblings have all just finished dinner. Your mother, Colleen, is tending to baby Kinnear. Your father, Kurt, is cleaning up the dishes. Your brother, Kanan, has just left for a run. Your brother, Kel, is in the living room reading a book, his third one this week, and the twins are shut up in their room, probably planning something dastardly for seven-year-olds. Kitsa, what are you doing? <laughs> um, I'm going to go help my dad with the dishes. For some reason, I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you're, you're helping your dad uh, with the dishes. Uh, what are you two talking about? Um... I would probably be telling him about, like, I went in the woods today, 
and I was collecting some flowers and then I saw this little bee and it was kind of like stuck in some water and so I helped it out and then like you know held it on my hand and its wings were wet so I just helped like dry off its wings so it could fly away and I'm like going into a lot of detail about this bee and these flowers they were tulips and they were like like periwinkle kind of like me but like a little bit darker and a little bit bluer um and just kind of going on and on okay yeah he's um listening very intently and nodding and agreeing with you and he's very invested in your story so um while while the two of you are doing the dishes uh, your mother calls to you from across the room, and she says, Kitsa, darling, can you please go water the flowers outside in the garden? Yeah, sure thing. I'm on it. And I, um, like, you know, hand the towel off to my dad and be like, I'll be right back. And I run out to the garden and get the watering pail. I fill it up, and I start heading toward the flowers. All right, so you're you're outside in your garden. And you're watering yeah. your flowers, and it's nighttime since, away. since you... I'm uh, not watering the hostas, though, because they started turning yellow, so I think they've been overwatered recently, okay. yeah. um, and they're not flowering as much. Okay, yeah. So you're watering all your flowers, but not the hostas. Um, right. So it's nighttime, because you just finished dinner, and mm-hmm. uh, the moon and the stars are out, and you are enjoying them, looking up at them, which is a, a pretty common thing for you to do. And right. uh, what do you what do you think about when you see the sky? Okay, I am looking up. Hopefully, like I just feel like I should be learning more. Like I should be a little bit more like my mom, who by the time she was my age was like very serious in clericky stuff. And I'm trying to be very serious, but it just doesn't feel the same. Like, I'm not quite getting it. And I've just been kind of doing this sort of meditative, prayerful thing when I look at the sky, like hoping Uh that Salune will reach out to me. All right, cool. Are you you doing anything else in particular as you're watering these flowers or looking at the sky? Um... I'm just, I'm like praying and looking at the, what are they called? Stars. <laughs> yeah, they're called stars. Yeah. I would say uh, I'm going to like actually like out loud be like, Salune, if you're hearing this, just let me know that I'm doing things okay. And if I'm not doing things okay, also let me know so I can switch what I'm doing for them to be the okay things. And I'll probably pull out my little pan flute thing that I play when I, you know, uh-huh. play to Salune. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So you're playing your pan flute mm-hmm. when a tiny blue wisp of light appears in front of your eyes. What do you do? <gasps> oh, my gosh. I reach out, like, with my finger and very gently, like, try and poke it. What does it do if I try and poke it? It kind of wiggles a little bit. It reacts to your touch, but it doesn't run away. Oh my gosh. Salune, is that you? I kind of like look in anticipation and I'll be like, can you hear me, little fellow? What's your name? Do you have a name? I say to the little moat of blue light. <laughs> and so you're, you're playing with it and asking it questions. When, when you do that, it splits itself into two. And <gasps> now there are two wisps in front of you. Okay. 
Um, I, I obviously this thing like reacts to me asking it questions. So I'm going to keep talking and see if I can get four lights. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to try and catch one in my hands. So what you do, what happens when you try to cup it, you, you can cup it, you can do that. But if you try to like move it, it'll just kind of phase through your hand and it won't move at all. Interesting. So the second wisp positions itself behind the first wisp and soon after that the second wisp multiplies itself and the third wisp positions itself behind the second wisp and it keeps repeating that process oh what i was i was gonna say you know i'm following those wisps into the woods (laughs) so yeah these these wisps begin building a trail out of your garden leading away somewhere Oh, hell yeah. This is a great idea. Everyone knows you follow Will-o'-the-Wisps <laughs> anytime. Yeah, this little motes of starlight. Like, this is what's going through Kitsa's mind. She just prayed she's getting little motes of starlight. Like, yeah, I am following them into the woods. I put down the watering can, but I don't want to, like, call back to my family. Because, like, what if, you know, what if the wisps disappear? And then, like, you know, what if they call me back inside? Because my mom is always like, don't go mess with things in the woods. And I'm like, oh, it's the woods. It's fine. Like, as long as it's not a wolf, it's probably nothing. <laughs> so I go. Oh, my God. Okay. Um. So you follow these wisps outside of your garden and uh, away from your home and straight into this forest. So how well does Kitsa know this area around her house? Um, she knows it pretty well. Like, uh, she kind of goes on excursions there. Um, so in their house, because Salune is like a patron god of wanderers and travelers, like she's very encouraged to be smart, but also to explore kind of the world around her. Um, she'll forage for like herbs and like flowers to get medicine and stuff. Uh-huh. And like just kind of for fun, like with friends, you know, playing games as the youths do. So, so you would know the immediate area pretty dang well. Yeah, the immediate w- area. I would say she probably doesn't go like by herself regularly, like more than like a mile out of her house. Okay. Because you get from like the woods on the edge of the town to like the deep woods. Uh huh. With the shenanigans. Yeah. So. So, um, you're following these wisps and you eventually realize that they're taking you farther than you've ever been in this, in this Oh, Kitsa absolutely doesn't, like, phase that. Like, she won't realize that <laughs> until it's too late. Okay, okay, cool. She is in the zone. <laughs> She's in she it. She has a six wisdom score. She is following these <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, just disappears away from her family. Not a thought crossing her mind. Mm-hmm. Um... <laughs> No, the thought is, oh my gosh, it's happening. (laughs) All right. So these these wisps uh, continue to multiply all night. They take you into the heart of this forest nestled by your village. And you follow them for several hours before they stop. Oh, yeah. Definitely by like, you know, probably the 45 minute mark. She realizes, oh, this was probably not a good idea, but, you know, (laughs) we're already in it. So she keeps following. And, like, obviously, Salune is guiding her. So, like, nothing bad is going to happen on the other end of this. Yeah. Okay, cool. So she has faith in her goddess. Always. Okay, so the wisps lead you straight into a tree. And if you look up, you see an owl perched on a tree branch. And I'm sure that... 
as a uh, faithful patron of Salune, you know that that's a symbol of Salune. And yes, the, uh, I do know that. <laughs> the owl greets you with a hoot, but the hoot sounds a bit hollow. But it dives off the branch and it flies further into the forest. Do you follow it? Um, yeah. Is there anything interesting about this tree or does it just look like a tree? No, it's just a normal tree. Basically, the, uh, it, it seems like the wisps were leading you to the owl. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Then totally, yeah. Hello, Mr. Owl. Okay, so, yeah. It, it she, down... she says that out loud, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I totally got that. Okay, just make um, sure. So she, uh, or so the owl swoops down and it, it flies uh, for a few seconds further into the forest. And it leads you to an abandoned cottage in a clearing in the middle of the wood. The cottage looks hundreds of years old, made completely out of wood and very worn down. The owl lands next to a small stone foundation connected to a small pool of water, all sitting in front of the cottage. And at the very bottom of this stone foundation, you can see the letters V-E, which by the way it's cut off, looks like the end of a word. The uh, the wisps who have followed you through the forest make a shadow of an outline on the foundation that rises a few feet taller than what currently stands. There something was there before, but now it's gone. Huh. I'd say at this point, like there's like a little bit of a chill in Kitsis fine. Like it's kind of just now hitting her how far she's wandered out into the forest, and she's kind of in a creepy place. Like she totally still trusts Salune, uh-huh. but like. She's like, okay, this is this is kind of scary. It's the middle of the night. I'm on my own, and I realize it's like when you're like walking home at night and your phone is dead, and you realize you didn't call your friends to tell them you were coming like on your way home. You're like, fuck, if I just die, I di- I'm died. <laughs> right. From what from what the whiffs look like, you can get a feeling that they're telling you that they want you to rebuild this foundation. Oh, are there like stones and stuff? There's no stones that you can see around you, but okay. whenever you look around, there are a couple of places that kind of stand out to you that maybe you think might have something substantial in them. There is the cottage, obviously. Mm-hmm. There is a stream, and there is a giant old oak tree. Okay. We're going to start with the cottage. Okie dokie. So, you climb up the old wooden steps onto the porch of this cottage. The building is small, but it has two stories, and it is a wooden building that looks like it's been abandoned and grown into for many, many years. Everything is covered in a thick layer of dust, the floorboards creak under your step, and the weeds poke through the walls. And immediately, you see the downstairs level, which is a kitchen, which looks mostly empty. And there's also a living room with some seating and a fireplace, which is blackened from use. And on the opposite Mm. end of the room, there is a spiral staircase that leads upstairs. Okay, so if I, like, look, go inside and look closer in the room, do I find anything interesting? I'm, like, walking into the cottage and, like, looking around. Do I see anything interesting? Or is that, like, what I saw when I looked around? Yeah, that's what you saw. Okay, then I will gingerly go upstairs like making an effort not to make any noise even though i know this is abandoned and there's nothing here i still feel like i need to 
be quiet. Okay. So on the top floor, you see a bedroom and a small study. The bedroom has a simple bed and a nightstand in it. And the study has a small collection of books surrounding a desk. Um, I'm going to go look at some of those books. Okie dokie. And like through the desk. So roll perception for me. Perception. <laughs> That's not great. That was a natural one, oh. which brings us to a total of negative one. Oh my god. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can't read anything unless you're right up next to it. Okay. We'll say that there is a couple different shelves on on this uh, on this bookshelf. There's a top shelf, a bottom shelf, and a middle shelf. Which one are you looking at? Um, let's look at the... Let's start with the bottom shelf. Okay, so <clears throat> the the middle shelf, or the bottom shelf, you said, right? Bottom shelf? Or did yeah. you say middle? Okay, okay. Um, so on the bottom shelf, you see... Um, the only one that really sticks out to you is uh, a book called Introduction to the Planes of Existence. Huh. And you notice it because it is slightly protruding uh, from from the rest of the books. I will, like, yeah, I'm going to flip through that one. See if okay. anything looks, speaks to me, you know? So you open this book and the pages are blank. Interesting. Are the other books' pages blank? Um, <clears throat> yeah, so you... Uh, we'll say we, you pick up a, another random book and you open it, and it is also blank. And all of the and ones that, that you, you open are blank. On every shelf? On every shelf. Which, which, um, which shelf are you looking at right now? So I just looked at the bottom shelf. I would then move my way up to the middle shelf if all of those were blank. Okay, so the, uh, the middle shelf, the two that stick out to you are... Shar of the Underdark and Salune, Protector of Toral. Interesting. Okay, and are those blank as well? Yes, they're both blank. Okay, the ones that stand out with me, even or stand out to me, even if they're blank, I'm going to just kind of keep them in a separate pile. Okay. Um, and then I'll move up to the first shelf and look around. So the only one that sticks out to you is a book called A Guide to Fae Creatures. Hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm going to grab all of those. Is there anything else interesting in this room? Did you um did you look through the Guide to Fake Creatures book? Oh yeah, yeah, I'd look through it. I'd flip through it. So inside of this book is a key. It's hollowed out like a like a something you would see in a movie and there is a key inside of it. Oh my gosh. And Kitsa whispers to herself, I've read stories about this. <laughs> Okay. Keep it cool. It's cool. You're just on a vision quest. It's fine. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. I take the shit out of that key. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Like I'm super <laughs> giddy right now. That's like Kitsa and like Amelia. Oh, this is so fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I love Dungeons and Dragons. Um. <laughs> what are you doing next? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to. So if I know anything about anything, I'm going to go into the bedroom and look around the nightstand and things for stuff that needs a key to be unlocked. Where are you looking specifically? Um, I would look 
in the nightstand and then I would look like underneath the bed and like see if there are any floorboards and such that look like they need to be pried up. Okay, so you uh, look in the nightstand. There's nothing in the nightstand. Um, And then you look under the bed and there is a chest under the bed. And you pull this chest out from under the bed and on it, the chest has the words engraved protected by the wealth more powerful than gold protected by the wealth more powerful than gold and there's a keyhole on it ah well you know what i'm gonna do right like i'm going to put the key in the keyhole <laughs> yeah so like I gotta. yeah the the chest opens right up and inside uh when you open the chest inside the chest is a piece of stone foundation this piece says my stars my lo and has two store two stars towards the top of it my stars my ll yes okay my stars my L. fascinating okay i'm going to take this piece of foundation okay i'm going to put my books on top of it if i can carry all of these things okay and I'm like a uh, pretty strong. Um, and then I am going to go back down outside and lay this piece um, at the the place that needs to be built. Okay, so you <clears throat> you go to the foundation and you line this piece up with the piece of foundation that's already there, and mm-hmm. it uh, it looks like it matches and. The, um, the two pieces together spell out my stars, my love with the two stars on, on the piece you found. Okay. My stars, my love. Cool. And there was a big tree, right? Yes, there was an old oak tree. I'm going to approach the old oak tree. So you approach the old oak tree and immediately you feel a strong magical presence. Roll investigation. We're rolling a different dice because the Kitsa dice wanted to be a bitch today. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> All right. So immediately. Um, and that's total of 24. Okay. So yeah, you immediately see that there is a second piece of stone wrapped up in the roots of, of, this, uh, of this tree. And you can see that the piece says, my moon with two more stars. Okay. Um, it's in the, is it in the roots, you said? Yes, it's in the roots, like, kind of, like, on the ground, basically. Okay, I am going to try and dig it out. Uh, roll strength. Roll strength, okay. We're gonna try the Kitsa dice again. (laughs) Okay. Just gonna give it some more luck. That's not bad. What is it? That is a total of 16. Okay, so... You try to pry the roots from this tree, and when you do that, you can tell that the roots are very dry and rough, and you can't budge them, even with a 16 roll, and your hands are, like, red from the uh, the roughness of the bark on this tree. Okay. Hmm. Hello everyone, welcome back to the mid-roll segment 
of our episode. We are smack dab in the middle of Kids' memory. Ain't that something. Let's get to some announcements, shall we? First of all, Rob and I were recently interviewed on a show called An Incomplete Guide to World Domination by the creator Pseudonym Social. It was a really great time. We talked about the podcast, gave some advice, and we had a lot of fun doing it. So yeah, go make sure to check them out. They're available on most major platforms. Our, our episode won't be up for another week or two, but go check out their other episodes in the meantime. We have a store with cool merchandise in it. <laughs> you already knew that. It's got some really cool designs. There's t-shirts, tank tops, crudex sweaters, hoodies, stickers, and even more. There's lots of different colors available for everything, so you can definitely find something that fits you. Go check it out because our listeners get the exclusive discount code GF15, which will take 15% off your entire order. So just go to merch.guildfellows.com and it'll take you right there. Go now. Go now. <laughs> you can support us directly by going to our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com guildfellows. Uh, there are many different tiers of perks you can choose from. For example, for a $1 a month uh, subscription, you can get access to our Discord server. And for $5 a month, $5 a month, you can get access to my personal recording notes. My players don't even get to see those recording notes, so they're specifically for you. But there are plenty of other tiers, so go give it a look for yourself at patreon.com slash guildfellows. We don't have any new reviews this week, so if you're enjoying what you hear, please consider going over to Apple Podcasts and giving us a nice review. If you write something nice, we'll shout you out on the show during the mid-roll segment. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with the username at Guildfellows. We want to meet you, so go tweet at us or DM us or comment on our stuff or whatever right now. We will, we will probably respond, so <laughs> yeah, go do that. Right now on Twitter, we're doing a dice giveaway. We're currently giving away Kitsa-themed dice, and it ends on November 2nd, which means this will be your only verbal warning in episode before the giveaway ends. The rules are on the post on our Twitter page, so go get to it. Don't miss it. Our next episode will be up November 6th. We really hope you guys are loving the memory episodes. We'd love to hear any feedback you have on them. We love and appreciate every single one of you. You're the best audience out there, and we love you all. <laughs> That's all for now. Enjoy the rest of the episode. We will see you next time. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcast, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, do I see anything I could use to kind of, like, 
kind of chip away or beat at the oak? Um, not really. You just kind of see, you know, normal forest things like sticks right. and branches and leaves and stuff. Standard forest accessories. Right. Um, okay. I'm gonna be like, uh, Salune? Is there, uh, um, hmm. Because at this point, all I know is thaumaturgy, right? Uh, yeah, if that, if that comes natural to you as a tiefling, then yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be like, magic oak tree, can I have this piece of foundation? Nothing happens. Nothing happens. And it feels super magical? Yeah, um, like, the just being in the presence of this tree, you can feel that there's... Some sort of magic running through it. Okay, I am just gonna try and, just for the sake of it, do thaumaturgy to make the ground shake for, like, a minute. See if that helps. Um, so you do that, and the piece kind of rattles under the roots, but it, uh, the, the roots do not move. Huh. Okay. Um... And do I see anything interesting around the tree? Around the just tree? Still forest stu- it's just forest stuff, right? Yeah, it's just forest stuff. Well, shit. Um, do... Yeah, I guess... Do I have any of my equipment on me? Would I? No? Uh... Just... What? Like I mean, what? I guess I was just going out to water plants, so probably not. Yeah, what are you looking for? Oh, I was going to try and pry the thing out. Um, or, like, see, yeah, I don't know, or, like, what was the other place that's not the oak tree? Um, the other two places were the cottage and a stream. And a stream, okay. Might go to the, by the stream and then circle back to the tree. Okay. You, you walk yourself over to the stream, which is pretty close to the, to the tree, and it, it looks normal. It's, um, not a very deep stream. At its deepest, it probably comes up to your knees. Are there any interesting rocks in the stream? Um, roll investigation. Oh, hold on, that's cocked. Um, investigation. <clears throat> Twelve. Okay, so you see another piece of the foundation buried at the bottom of the stream. Okay, I would like to do some breathing exercises, practice holding my breath, and I would like to begin excavating. Okay, yeah, so you um, you can pull it up pretty easy um, from from standing in the in the stream, and you see that this piece says to Salune with an intense pair of eyes and three stars over them. Okay. I'm going to go back and get it in the place that it needs to go. Okay. Right now, your your two pieces of foundation say, To Salune, my stars, my love. Yeah, okay, so I guess all that leaves is the oak tree. Kits is like, okay, I can do this. Got another one out of my belt. That's another psychological win. That's how that works. <laughs> get some more momentum. We're going. Um, 
and she heads back toward the oak tree. I'm just going to try and pull it again. I know that it didn't work, but I'm just going to try it. Uh, okay, yeah, roll again for strength. <laughs> no. Yeah, this fucking kid's a dice. That's oh, another okay. nat one. Oh, my gosh. Um, We're retiring that dice. Why does this dice hate me? <laughs> oh, that was a nat 20. Now, when it doesn't matter, that's fine. So, yeah, you try to pull these uh, pull these roots again. And again, from their dryness and their roughness, they, they tear up your hands a little bit. Mm, okay. Um... What kind of, this is an oak tree, yeah? Yeah. Ah, full name was willow bark. Um, hmm. So I'm going to kind of, you know, massage my hands a little bit because they're in a little bit of pain and uh, probably spit on it a little to kind of clean it up from the dirt so I don't get like weird forest illness. Uh huh. And I'm going to be like, okay, Saluna, I'm going to need some help here if you. If, I don't know, God wanted to help me somehow. Um, so one of the wisps uh, appears back in front of you and it darts over to the stream. I go to the stream. And then it darts back to the tree. Hmm. Oh, okay. Do I have any sort of... I wonder, okay, so I'm just going to try and, like, cup some water from the stream and bring it to the tree. Yeah, it's close enough that you can do that. Yeah. Cool. I'm, like, I'm I'm very good at walking and very good balance and stuff because, you know, I, <laughs> okay. I do a lot of meditative yoga and things, so my core is incredibly strong. So I feel like I would be very good at cupping it um, so the water doesn't fall out. And okay. I was just practicing watering plants, so... Yeah, so I'm going to try and bring some water over onto the roots. Okay, so when you pour some water on the roots, they loosen up a little bit. Okay, I'm going to do that for a while, just until it seems like the tree is no longer thirsty. (laughs) I'm going to talk to the tree and be like, oh, all you had to do was say you were thirsty, magic tree. I'm (laughs) so sorry. I mean, I'm not like, sorry, sorry, because I'm not, you know, you really shouldn't apologize unless you're actually apologizing because it cheapens the phrase, I'm sorry. And also we should just, you know, be mindful of what words we use. But I am more than happy to help you get get a little drink a drink. And so I go back and forth. Okay, so after a couple minutes of you watering this tree, um, you are able to pry out the second piece of the stone foundation, which again says, my moon with two more stars. Okay. And just as a clarification, does the tree look like it's thoroughly um, like satiated or does it need more water? Because I'll keep watering it a little bit more after I got my thing if it's still thirsty. No, yeah. It, it looks uh, better than it did before. Its leaves like perk up and they, they get a little greener than they were before. And uh, the the bark is not as rough anymore, and it is very thankful that that you okay. have watered it. Also, uh, you're not a mister because you're a tree, but um, your excellency, magic tree, um, if you try growing your roots closer to the stream, you will probably have a better time at not needing people to water you. Just like a little tip, you know one gardener to a tree friend um and i will take the foundation and place it on the thing 
Okay, so you return back to the foundation and you assemble the three pieces of stone. Mm-hmm. The uh, the wisps come back and swirl around the stone and the stone fuses together to make the pieces one whole. And together they all read, To Salune, my moon, my stars, my love. And in the middle is the symbol of Salune, a pair of eyes with seven stars surrounding it. What are you thinking? I am just absolutely floored like i mean probably not even words just like sheer euphoria and excitement that you know it finally after you know all this worship and all this work and always feeling like you're just not quite getting it like i actually did something and i was noticed by you know my my god and like just just overall happiness and just joy and kind of giddiness at like what what's gonna happen and what's already happened. So the small shrine is now complete and you are floored with the results. And once it's back together, the wisps float to a spot on the ground next to it and magically they summon a mace. The owl swoops down and sits on top of the shrine. A mace? Like the... Like the weapon. Oh. Huh. Um, I, I'm going to go, like, inspect the mace. I assume it is a, a, like, a shaft with this pointy ball at the end. Yes. Yep, like maces are. Um, I, oh, oh, God, okay. I, I pick up the mace, and I, I kind of look at it, and I look, and, uh, and, and you, where's the owl again? It's on top of the shrine. It's on top of the shrine. And um, the wisps slowly start to swirl around the shrine as well. Okay. Uh, like, Kitsa is just like... Oh. Oh. And kind of her heart sinks a little bit. She's like, oh, I don't... Um... Okay, I I pick up the mace and I'm like, Selena, is there like, oh gosh, is um, am I supposed to, you know, am I supposed to like sacrifice this thing? Oh, they did not teach us this in Sunday school. Um. She probably starts tearing up a little bit and, you know, but she's, and she's thinking and she knows that like, you know, there are certain times of year when people do, um, holidays when they're worshiping their gods where people sacrifice animals and like plants and things and that, you know, you give tithe and part of like their worship is they sacrifice time by, you know, helping and always giving things to people who are there. And, you know, it's just, it's just like that, except it's an owl and the owl seems pretty happy. Um, like, I mean, to be sacrificed, right? He's like totally into it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um, she is gonna, yeah, she's gonna like go, because it's, like, sitting on the middle of the, the thing, right? Like, it's not like it's floating above. It's just, like, there, ready to go, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, she's gonna... She's gonna hit the owl on the shrine. Okay. 
Um, so does she swing? Yeah. She swings and the owl flies away. And she, okay. She misses. And the wisps don't move. They still, um, they circle the, the foundation. Okay. You know, okay. She kind of, like, breathes a sigh of relief that the owl, like, flew away. Because now, you know. Uh-huh. Um, she's gonna try hitting the shrine itself. Okay, so she, she takes a swing at the shrine? Yeah. So, you you hit the shrine, and it starts to crumble, and the wisps all fly away. Do you keep hitting it? The wisps all fly away? Yeah. They disappear. Uh, huh. Well, yeah, I guess I'm kind of into this now. And then at this point, like, it's it's like one of those moments where it hits you that you think you've known what's going on and then you have no idea what's going on, but you're in too deep. Uh-huh. So she's like, I hope this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And she keeps hitting it. <laughs> you destroy the shrine. And once it is reduced to a pile of rubble, the only thing that remains is the pool of water in front of it. And in that pool of water, a silver chain appears. And on it, there are seven star pendants, almost matching the stars on the shrine. Oh, thank you, Selene. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's good, because I thought, I, I can't believe, oh, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't, oh, that was almost so bad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, and then I pick up the the chain in my hand, and I think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And I, I'm going to do a little, like, prayer of repentance for almost killing an owl. I feel really bad about that. <laughs> Um, I just kind of pick it up in my hand and, like, look it over, um, and it's, like, it's, like, a necklace kind of thing, right? Right, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll put on the necklace. That seems like a good, wise decision. (laughs) So, you put the chain around your neck, and as soon as you do, the wisps come back, and they bounce through the trees, and they surround you. And they bounce around you, and they, they go faster and faster, and the light that they give off is, is beautiful, and the wind picks up, and then they vanish. And as soon as, you, as soon as they do, you feel a lot stronger than before, and there's something inside you now that there wasn't there before. What do you do? There must be something there that wasn't there before. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I break out into suck now. <laughs> Um, okay. I, like, immediately just this, like, wave of relief flows over Kitsa because she knew that Salune wouldn't want her to have, like, killed the thing. Like, she knows. She was just being weird, but it all worked out. And, you know, gods are always cryptic. And she just, like, feels this magic inside of her. And I would say I would just try and, like reach out and sort of see what I can manifest in my hand. Like, just kind of reach my hand out and see what happens if I just try and channel the magic. Nothing happens whenever you whenever you reach out your your hand. Um. Huh. Okay. Um. I would say I'm gonna... Is Do I, like, see the owl or see anything? Um, it's like... <laughs> 
It's back behind you up in a very tall branch up in a tree. Hmm. Because I would, I would, I'm thinking the way, like, I think magic works is probably, like, she feels like I can do something but doesn't know how to do it. Right. And so I would, like, try and make magic, just like the idea of trying to make magic happen in something else. So, like, pointing at a tree and then pointing at, like, the cottage and, like, pointing at the owl Uh and just being, like, magic. Like, you know, in the first Spider-Man, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man where he's trying to figure out how the web shooters work. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Okay, so you point yourself, you point your hand at the owl, and the owl gets blown back very violently. Oh, okay. (laughs) Is it dead? Do I need to roll damage? No, he flies away. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, he flies away. Um, Oh my gosh. I'm a cleric. I'm finally being a cleric. Oh my gosh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, um, and I think, like, what other spells? And then I think about, like, because, you know, my mom is, like, a cleric, and I'm like, oh, well, I probably, like, she knows certain spells, but everything else she has to prepare, so I'll probably have to, like, go to school and stuff and focus and practice to study the other ones. Right. Yeah. Um, but I will say Kitsa, like, actually, no, Kitsa, I would say she, like, self-reflects on the situation, but she doesn't, because she's not very wise, so she just kind of <laughs> is like, oh, yay. Like, she probably won't give all the details when she's telling the story to people, because uh-huh. she doesn't want to say that she almost killed an owl, because that's, like, pretty dark, and, you know, that's, like, one of the signs for being, like, a killer, you know? Uh, yeah. And she's not, so, but, yeah, she's just, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what do you do now? Um, now I realize that I... It, I, it's a clear night, right? You know, I can see stars and stuff. Yeah, and like, at, at this color. point of the night, um, it's almost morning. It's almost morning. Um, I would say if I... How exhausted am I? Am I, like, super tired? Yeah, you're, you're very tired. You've been up all night. Okay, I'm going to go into the cottage and sleep and then come back the next day. Okay. Because there's no use in trying to navigate back home after I've just been wandering through the woods. At, like, dawn, it's not going to work. Okay. So, uh, you get a few hours of sleep in in this cottage. Um, It's a little creepy, but uh, nothing happens. Uh, You're totally fine. Yeah, and I I got super new god powers now. (laughs) So, like, even if anything did come for me, I'm, like, totally good. Yeah, so you're you're still a bit tired the next morning, but you have enough energy to to get yourself home. I'm assuming you go home. Yeah, I would go home. Okay, so you get home about midday when it's still a little bit cool outside. You uh you walk in your front door and you're immediately swarmed by your two younger twin sisters, Katya and Kalia, and they start chanting, "Kids, I got a letter. Kids, I got a letter." And your mother comes up behind them and hands you an envelope. And she says, it's time. And what do you do with it? Um, I look at the envelope. Yeah. It's a weird energy. <laughs> you open it and 
inside is a little piece of parchment that says, Are you worthy? With directions to a little tavern in Waterdeep. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.